0: Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit Podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get
1: started. Hey, everybody.
0: This is Sam. Your host, She Needs Grit, and I am so excited today because we are back in the studio, and by studio, I mean my office, and I am speaking with a guest today, so you don't just have to listen to me. So I've got Annie Ruggles on today, and you guys are going to be blown away, so let's not take any more time and just, hey, Annie, how are you doing?
1: I am so dandy because I get to spend a huge chunk of this day with you, so. Yeah. Thank you for asking. I'm doing fabulously, and I'm delighted to be here.
0: I am delighted to have you, and I'm really excited to – this is going to be, guys, as you're listening, this is going to be one of those conversations that's just going to go wherever it goes, and we are going to have a chat about who knows what. We'll report back later what it's about, but where we're going to start anyway, we'll start in this direction, we'll see where we go, is kind of – you all know the mission of She Collective is – building up business owners, right? So obviously myself as a coach, my goal is to help business owners make more money, make more profit, build the life that they want to live. That is the be all and end all for me. But that also means I want to be doing that with some of the best people in the industry and in every industry. And that's why Annie is here. We are very similar minded very similar in our business structure and what we're teaching people. People might even call us competitors. Yeah. Right? But instead of being a competitor, I see this as a relationship where we are collaborators. Collaborators Mm -hmm. first. That is how we first tripped into each other's lives. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about why you and I both are such deep believers in collaboration as a whole. And in all of uh, the facets. So what's coming to mind?
1: Oh, you know, I think that's so key because I've never really been a jealous person, but I've always been a comparative person, normally to my own detriment, right? (laughs) So like I'll pedestal somebody above me. And so in the early years of my business, I do think competition for me more looked like hero worship.
0: In terms of like,
1: look what's possible. Look at this incredible person. I'm riding their coattails. I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, right? And all these things. And that was before I had proven myself. And really before I knew the value prop of me, really deeply understood that. And as my business grows and as I deepen my understanding of my value and myself, The way I look at it now is so different in terms of, look at this version of me, look at this person who is in the exact same boat as me and we're rowing together, right? So we're teammates Mm -hmm. now, even if sometimes you make more money than me or a client chooses you or me or whatever, right? Like your competitors are the closest people to being able to understand what you're going through.
0: Isn't that the truth, right? Nobody else, I mean, we know this even as entrepreneurs versus, you know, say corporate people like right. my husband who I'm married to mm-hmm. and we talk all the time and I, I talk at him all the time about my business, but he, he doesn't <laughs> get it. Yeah, Right? Like, he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. And not for lack of trying and effort. Like, never going to call him out on the fact that he doesn't. He puts a lot of effort into those conversations. Right. But he doesn't understand. Whereas I can call you and be like, hey, this happened. You're like, oh, yes, me too. Yesterday. Or yeah, that was me last month. Or that hasn't happened yet. But okay, now at least I know to watch for that. Right? Right.
1: Right. At least I know to watch for that. and And- At least I know that this is not due to some grand failure on my part. This is part and parcel, right? This is part of the game. And also, a lot of us are in industries that are relatively new. I mean, the entire coaching industry. Yeah, this is a baby is really? is a baby. Personal development isn't a baby, but coaching and everyone and their dog being a coach <laughs> is relatively new, right? And so when you show up boldly, fabulously, and grittily in mm-hmm. your space, it elevates my industry. Right. So that I don't have to, you know, be the only non-sleazy sales coach for big hearted people in the lane. I thought for a while that maybe I would want that. I want to be the go-to. And now I'm like, that's way too much pressure. Yeah.
0: Well, I think we even serve the number of clients that need us. No, we need a team. We need like an army of us,
1: essentially. Right. We would have to clone ourselves. And again... Your competitors are the closest thing you're going to get to a clone of your brain. And when they show up beautifully, it elevates all of us. I'm very Mm -hmm. much a rising tides person in this. Right? And yeah, yeah, no, I can't. I think I learned this from watching my mom. So my mom, now retired, is a uh, very decorated, fabulous, motivational speaker. And watching her grow up, there's only one my mom. Right. So if Toyota called and said, Hey, we need you August 16th, and my mom's supposed to be in Topeka with the Greater Corn Growers Association of the Midwest, she literally cannot take that job. They I, have an event I, that her. day. Yeah. They're not going to move their conference. They're not going to reschedule because my mom's not there. Right. And yeah. so my mom back then had to say, You know, you should talk to Karen Buxman. Karen Buxman is, and and to this day, they're still like super best friends. I grew up watching my mom and her air quotes competitor send each other money and work constantly. So Uh, that was never really weird for me, right? Because you can't clone a speaker. No. If if you can't be there, you can't be there. So what do you do? Tell the client they're high and dry or recommend the next best thing that may be even better for them, right? And so I watched that beautiful give and take relationship. You and I serve the same type of people, but at different aspects of their business. So they graduate from me to you yeah, or they graduate from you to me, or they need more of a guiding corrective force, or they need more of a supportive force, or they need someone who's going to really focus like you do on revenue and -hmm. profit. Right, yeah. or they're going to need somebody who focuses more on relationship building and closing and handling objectives, like I do. There's a there's room at the top for all of us, yeah. unless we silo ourselves, we Howard Hughes ourselves mm-hmm. so much that we don't let anyone else near us. And and entrepreneurship is lonely enough.
0: It is, and that's it's... not rich. Like I want. Yeah. I want, as much as I want a personal life that is rich and robust and full, Mm -hmm. I want the same with my business life. And if I'm sitting there, yeah, guarding and and protecting and being petrified at every turn that somebody's going to steal my gold, right?
1: right? Right.
0: Then I will have nobody to celebrate with. I will have nobody to share the wins with or commiserate with when things go terrible or whatever it looks like. I don't want that. I want... I want a whole group of people that are cheering for me as loudly as I'm cheering for them at all times.
1: Yes. 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 Cheering for you as loudly as, as the other side, right? Like reciprocity is so key because otherwise we're just kind of leeching. Right. But there's going to be times where the relationships are uneven. Absolutely. There's going to be times around it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, there's going to be give or take here, Of course. Yeah. And there's going to be times when one of you is killing more than the other, which is why it takes grit to mm-hmm. befriend your air quotes competitors yep. because imposter syndrome will show up, mm-hmm. right? Um. Maybe some of that hero worship will show up. Envy yeah. may show up. All of these things are natural and normal, yeah. but you're not going to let them ruin the relationship. You're going to have to look at yourself and be like, why am I so resentful of my friend today?
0: Yeah. Why am I so bitter and twisted about their success? Like, yeah. I'm saying all the right things out loud, but inside of me, I'm like, whoa, I right. wish that was me. And it's like, okay, I I heard something. Jeez, I wish my memory was better. I feel like it's getting really bad as I get old in terms of being able to pull out, where did I hear said thing? It wasn't It's my long worst.
1: COVID. It's not your fault.
0: Okay, perfect. I like it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking about jealousy is an indication I think it was We Should All Be Millionaires. I think it was in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, but the jealousy is an indication of desire.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Isn't it's true? exactly like, what you it's want. It's an
0: indication that I want that thing, not that I'm like mad. It's an indication that I'm, that's a direction I should potentially seek out because it feels like something I want to grow in my own yes. life. Yes.
1: Yes. Right? And if the adage is true that you are basically the average of the five people you hang out with most, why wouldn't you want those people to be the people who are accomplishing what you're doing? Yeah. Right? I don't
0: want to hang out with a bunch of people who are like, I feel like I'm the king of the castle. I'm at the top Mm -hmm. and everybody else is like, I mean, they're doing okay, but they're not great. Like, that doesn't feel good. I don't Mm -mm. need to be... I don't want to be on that pedestal, right? I don't want to be because I'm definitely a human and I'm going to screw up and you're going to be like, wow, that was a disaster. What were you thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like 100% guarantee we're going to get there. Of course.
1: Right? But we're both going to fall on our faces and we're both going to pick each other up because that's a relationship, right? And so if I was constantly just looking at your business as a way to course correct my own, that's (laughs) not a relationship.
0: Nope, that's uh, I don't know. I, I don't know plagiarism. what
1: that is. Yeah, plagiarism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of that in online business where the do there as is. I do, take my templates and run, and and that works to a degree, but it doesn't endear your clients to you because they don't really no. know who you are, right? And the more you oh, and lean you can't into be
0: the voice, right? right. Like back to your mom, you can't. You could can take her exact. All of her cue cards that she's up there, she's gonna like run through the exact timing and the the intonation and everything that she did as a speaker, and it's still not the same. Yeah, right. So you can take all of my meat and not be able to still create the same meal. That was weird, but like you know, no, that's
1: totally true. I mean, like we see that all the time on cooking shows. We see that on Iron Chef, they get the exact same ingredients, they make totally different stuff.
0: Yep, they blow my mind every time I watch that show. Every
1: time, especially when they're like, today's secret ingredient is fish scales. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? And then somebody makes ice cream and <laughs> yeah, somebody else makes cream. soup, right? And yep. and everyone goes, wow, how innovative. Look at how you two use the exact same ingredients differently in the same constraint, right? So yeah. that's always fabulous. Like I always get such a freaking crush on my friends who are also my competitors because they say things that I'm like, damn it. Why didn't I think of that? And it's not envious. It's pure admiration to be like, I have been trying to come up with a phrase for that for two years and you just said it on the fly and it fell out of your mouth. Perfect. Damn. That's cool. Right. And it shows you that sometimes we forget our own brilliance until we get it reflected back to us by someone who understands what we're doing. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. There's also oh. something to be said for not having to show up as an expert because the person you're talking to is also an expert in that space.
0: Oh, yes. I hadn't even thought of that. But y- you can just relax. Yes. It can be easy, right? It can yes. be It can be just, yeah, like just like pajama, pants, and slippers, easy.
1: Well, and I think <laughs> listeners – of both you on my show and me on your show, would be really surprised to know our mm-hmm. relationship began in late November of 2022. Like, yeah. I think people would be really shocked hearing us and hearing our relationship and hearing our flow and our warmth mm-hmm. and trust in each other and knowing that our relationship is still really freaking new. Yeah, Our friendship yeah. and our business relationship is extremely new, but we don't sound new because we showed up as ourselves and it's easy, right? You yeah. use that word easy. My relationship with you is easy.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think entrepreneurs out there in the world have got to be seeking those, Yeah, right? Have got to be first off open to... I think, okay, I think if we go all the way back to like you're an amoeba business owner (laughs) and if you're thinking that every conversation you have with somebody is a sales opportunity, this Mm -hmm. is where this will never happen. This, you cannot create this relationship from a place of I want to show you my wares and I want you to buy them and I'm amazing and this is great. (laughs) You cannot come to the table like that and expect to create relationship, to create rapport, to create collaboration you a probably put up walls and we need to talk about sales so mm-hmm. there's that but people don't know that they don't realize you can get the value you can you can create between somebody like you and somebody like me getting together and conversing is worth 50 clients yeah right
1: yeah yeah so, so don't there's so much rich data. There's so much learning. There's so much support. Yeah, it's it's you know I like to refer to my competitors as my sister businesses. Ooh, I like that because it's true. Yeah, right. Like we're not identical. We're not twins, yeah. but we are sisters in that we want the same thing for the world, and we mm-hmm. want the same thing for ourselves. And maybe the exact micro details of what you want or I want are different, but we're both striving in the same direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Right? And that's we are raising our businesses together. Yeah. And so I have to look at my competitors as my sisters. Now, not everybody. There are some people that are our direct competitors that I meet that I'm like, no, thank you.
0: I'm good for that. That's like – I think what happens there is like there is a massive – Most of the time in my experience, it's been like a value disconnect. Like the way that you're approaching this is from a value-based disconnect to what I think. So we're just already on different planes and that's fine. Also knowing though that those people are the exact right fit for somebody. For somebody. Right? And their clients are probably never going to be the exact right fit for me or for you. And And in that aspect,
1: they're not your competitors at all because you have an entirely different client base that will never consider you. Yeah.
0: And that should be freeing, right? I feel like that is freeing to realize, like, I don't have to pursue all of the people that need help with profit. I'm just pursuing the people that love me Mm -hmm. and want to deal with profit, right? Yep. That's a much smaller group. Plus, they already like me or they will like me because they're my people. Right. That's easy.
1: So easy. There's that word easy again, right? So much of this. I mean, we're on a show about grit. So much about this is about crawling through the muck and getting yourself dirty and picking yourself back up. Y'all, when you get the blessing of an easy button, especially if that easy button is attached to a person, hang on. Invest in that relationship because it's easy now. That doesn't mean it'll be easy forever, but it means it can be easy again. Yeah. And so if if you nurture that, if you foster that, you'll both wind up better for it.
0: Mm-hmm. then
1: if you just go okay i'm going to hold you at arms length because you're going to come after me but i think you made an incredibly incredibly valid and important part which is i our relationship is easy because i have trust in you because i know your values yeah and so i can put my guard down i can reveal things to you i can show the secret sauce to you i can collaborate with you multiple yeah. times over because I know your heart and I know your values and I know that the way that you look at me and my work is a very protective and loving way, like how I look at you and your work. And so I think that's true. We're not saying go out and, you know, devil wears Prada yourself to the most lecherous person in your industry. Absolutely not. That's
0: probably a bad plan. Don't do that, guys. Don't, right. Just
1: but don't like when you find that value alignment, which is why yeah. it's so important to actually talk about your values and show your values. People think that those are soft skills or or political statements that aren't important. Yeah. When you find someone, the easiness comes from that relaxation of trust.
0: Yeah and it can be very quick right like mm-hmm. i think we've all had those experiences where you meet somebody and immediately are drawn to them yep. or honestly immediately are repelled by them yep and it's just leaning into that intuition piece of like mm-hmm. oh yes i can i can connect with you i am connecting with you and i'm going to be open to it instead of being reluctant is huge
1: right cuz you said jealousy is desire yeah right so is my repulsion true repulsion that person is not for me that person is the anti me or is it jealous repulsion i can't even look at that because i'll never be there right like Ooh. we don't know sometimes it's different
0: yep and sometimes so, it takes a little longer to warm up right, right. i mean I when i like- met
1: my best friend i hated her and she hated me sometimes our instincts right. are wrong but yeah. largely don't even worry about that that'll come out in the wash if you're yep. just leaning into the things that feel supportive and good and yummy and juicy, then let's see where you go. Let's see where your business goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, we're not saying go find some jerky, horrible people and and make them your best friend. They will steal your stuff. They will stab you. They will steal
0: your clients and steal your money and don't
1: do it. And they will be miserable human drains in your life. We're not saying that. But I guarantee you, listener – Wherever you are, whatever niche you're in, whatever lane you're in, you can find a direct competitor who will feel like a sister to you. As long as you can forge that warmth and that trust, and as long as you understand that both of you are gonna pick each other up sometimes and that you can send each other a whole lot of business in the meantime. Uh, That's what we're looking for. We're looking for that sister relationship. Yeah. I mean, there's
0: the lesson. Like, that's the lesson today. Find your people. Mm -hmm. Or double down on the relationships that already exist in your network right now. Yeah, that you're like, ooh, I kind of yeah, that felt like maybe that one person put some effort in. So, kind of like a marriage or parenting, all these other relationships, right, in our lives, you have to put the effort in. Yeah. So that's the thing I encourage you to do is evaluate the relationships you have in your business world and your in your who are your biz buddies, and. Put the time in to them and do it this week. No, it's Friday. Do it soon. But have the
1: conversation, right? Like understand how your sameness works and understand Mm -hmm. where your differentiations begin, right? Like if I'm going to be able to refer you, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to say not – Sam is the next best thing to me, which may very much be true in like a mom and Karen situation. But also at the same point, my mom couldn't just say Karen's the next best thing to me. My mom would say, I understand that you want a humorist and I wish that I could be there. But let me tell you about the best other humorist I know, Karen Buxman. Right. Like my mom had to know Karen's work intimately so she could refer Karen's work intimately. And, and most of us are not in situations where we have to refer out the second that one metric doesn't meet. Right. If I can't be there, I have to refer. Most people, most of us have more flexibility than that, but I still need to be able to say, you know what? I don't think you need me. I think you need Sam. Yeah. And here's why Sam and I share A, B, C, D, and E, but you really need F, and F is Sam's lane. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So go meet my friend Sam and tell her I sent you, right? I couldn't do that if I didn't understand both our sameness and our difference.
0: Yeah. So get
1: curious.
0: Yeah. Have those questions, right? Like figure out how you can be their ambassadors, right?
1: And that's what we did. We're like, tell me your ideal clients. Tell yep. me what they're going through. I'm not talking necessarily about demographics or psychographics, but both. Like yeah. if I were going to bring you the most perfect person and then it turned out that our really perfect person is basically the same. So I said, okay, let's find some differences here. Let's yeah. find some people that yep. need you. Let's find some people that need me. And what we realized is that like they kind of graduate out of me into you. So we have the yep. exact same client base, just at yeah, different points on the learning different curve. Different- Yeah,
0: they're just at a different step in the trajectory, right? Yes,
1: exactly. So that may be there too, right? But we don't know that if we're unwilling to have the possibly uncomfortable, but more often than not, really lovely, gooey conversation about where we overlap.
0: Yeah. I love this. This was my favorite, hmm, first favorite, second favorite conversation of the day. Who knows? We were podcasting (laughs) together earlier, you guys. So. <laughs> I'm not sure. Both of them were phenomenal. Hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, we get to spend all day together. It's quite quite lovely.
0: It is perfect. So tell me where can people find you? Tell me who who is that person? Who is yeah. that person that needs to trip right into your world today and just absorb all the things.
1: If you are pre Sam And what I mean by that is when you start working with Sam, Sam's going to have you looking at your numbers, your metrics, your trackables, and making sure that you are making more money and more impact quarter over quarter. And that is freaking important. And I am a huge fan of that. But if you hear the word profit and you're like, how, (laughs) then you need me. And I want you to consider that you may have sales avoidance. You may have misconceptions of what selling requires of you. So, if profit feels too far off, you need me. And what I want you to do is, I want you to come to my website, anniep.roggles.com, or more specifically, I want you to go to sellcoachsell.com. And I want you to use the code Sam sent me, and you'll get a free copy of my novella, The Coach Who Would Not Sell. That is the best way that I can get you moving. There's 21 steps in there to change your relationship with sales. There's all kinds of questions to consider, but get in there. Let's change your relationship with selling. And then I'll hand you over to Sam and Sam can change your relationship with money.
0: You guys, that's it. That's everything.
1: That's everything.
0: That's everything. I am so grateful that you came on to She Needs Grit today and had this conversation and we were able to just let it all hang out in terms of how do you support people that feel like competitors? Yep. Such a lesson. Like I think if entrepreneurs could go out and live this, how much of an impact will that create?
1: For both of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a true win-win and your clients win too. So it's a win-win-win and your industry wins too. So it's a win-win-win-win. We Sweet. don't know how far that ripple effect goes. And all that's required is suspend the fear of competition. Yeah. And embrace the possibility of collaboration. I love that. I love you.
0: Ditto. Right back at you. This is Phenomenal.
1: We did it. We did it. It has been an absolute blast, my beloved enemy. Haha, just kidding. Competitor. (laughs) Haha, just kidding, sister.
0: Nice, thanks, Annie. We will talk soon. All right, guys, that is an amazing conversation for you guys to listen to today. All of the things that we talked about will of course be in the show notes, how to find Annie. I will try and remember all of the places that I found those brilliant words and put them in here. But until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the She Needs Grit podcast. I appreciate every single one of you for being here and listening to the show and supporting me as I grow this podcast. I would ask you if you get a chance, please share this episode with a friend that you know is looking for the information and the profit growth in their business. That's how this show gets to more ears and increases the profitability of more businesses around the globe. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you next week.